This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings, welcome back to another episode of the Galaxy Wars podcast with your hosts, Jim and Tom. And we are back with our latest HBO Max original slash in theater slash Warner Brothers deal with HBO Max. We're going to be reviewing Mortal Kombat today, a movie (laughs) that I was super excited for. And uh, I can't wait to talk about it with you. I talked about it with Chuck on Active Geek, gave it a week to breathe. And uh, I'm really excited for this. Uh, It was directed by Simon McCoy. It is on Rotten Tomatoes, a 54 critic score and an 87 fan score. I side more with the fans. Currently, where we're at right now, it's at uh, 34.1 million domestically mm-hmm. and 66.9 million globally. So, that's not bad. For yeah. COVID, yeah, that's pretty damn good. So, let's kind of just dive right into it. I want to talk about the story first. Okay. This deviates from the Paul W.S. Anderson. 1995 classic Mortal Kombat and then Annihilation where it's more centered on the building of these characters, getting their Arcanas, which we finally learned. I don't know the mythos of the Arcanas, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this was the first time they were introduced. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and spoiler alert to follow. Yeah, firstly, I don't know much of anything about uh, Mortal Kombat lore, so I don't know why that uh, uh, that would come up. Do you think that that was just? You think that's like an ongoing plot point from the the games and the movies that like certain people have powers and certain people from like Earth Realm, for example, have these powers and it was never explained. Like I could understand like the Outworld and like the Nether Realms, all of those having certain like supernatural powers. But like, what happens to Liu Kang? How did he become, you know, a, a harnesser of dragon fire? Here's the thing: I haven't played the game in 10 years any of them i think mortal kombat x was the last one i even attempted to play and i did play the story and i i thought that was always explained away all the powers are explained away by like chi powers and yeah and general you get powers by fighting you know i, I don't think they ever explain and you had to go and pick your champions i don't this would this i kind of like this passing on the 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 dragon champion thing or passing one to mark but uh yeah i don't know and i i mean everybody in the in 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 shang sung's realm it was all magic yeah and then the earth realm was i mean i guess it's still magic but it was like chi stuff yeah transferred from and technology yeah if you have the mark then you have the yeah. Arcana. It was like ninja magic and then chi magic and then technology with like Kano and and the smoke and all these other ones. Yeah. So. I kind of thought that when they set this up with like the story with Cole and the Arcana and all that stuff, in the beginning I thought direct descendant, the next Scorpion, that was going to be Cole's uh, story. We didn't get that. I lose this movie, as we get into it, is going to lose a lot of points because I think the direction they went with Cole made no sense. What you just said is what I would have rather they did. make Turn him into a scorpion. Yeah. Why create a whole other character? Why give us scorpion for the first eight minutes? And it's awesome. Like, he's an awesome yeah. scorpion. And 
uh, the actor, I can't remember right off the top of my head, is he's an amazing actor in everything he does. And then, you know, I feel like I've been Sean Bean, or I've been what uh, Godzilla. Oh, what, what's God. Two, Kong versus Godzilla? They, yeah, got, no, no, you no. You got Kyle Chandler, um, Brian Cranston. But, yeah, where they kill Brian Cranston the first five yeah. minutes, like, oh, no. And then they don't bring him back. At, well, Brian Cranston, they don't bring him back at all. But in this, they bring him back at the end. But they give us this Cole character to, who isn't a character. Yeah. And they don't turn him. They get. They even tell us, oh, he's a descendant. Yeah. He's obviously, I mean, in a way it plays, we know he's a descendant, if not directly a, you know, the baby. But it turns out it's just a descendant. Why not turn him into the scorpion? Yeah, I, I was reading that uh, Simon McCoy didn't write for Cole. That was Warner Brothers. They were like, we need this character in there. This is the direction that we're going. And I think it's strategic because it creates the more of a lore legacy kind of vibe where if Cole doesn't pan out in the show and there's or in the movie, there's no room for him once Johnny Cage gets brought in, once all these other characters go in, Louis Tan can go to a TV show, a limited series. Okay. I saw a great meme. I know it's the worst thing ever is to visually or to... to to try to explain a meme yeah. on a podcast. But the first picture was, it said, give me all your DCU uh, villains and give me your best. And they showed like a villain from DCU. And then it said, no, I, I went to see your best. And then they show dark side. And the next picture was, no, show me your best. And it's the WB logo. Yeah. And that truly is the worst villain in all of these because Cole is a throwaway character. He doesn't have the best powers. He's not interesting. You give us, for me, as soon as the fight ends with Sub-Zero, which was great, and, and the, the original Scorpion, which was a great fight yeah. and two great characters, Sub-Zero pulls us, makes this movie like interesting to look forward to the next scene. And then we're introduced to Cole, and you're like, all right, well, I guess he's going to be the future. He's going to be the, the eventual Scorpion. They didn't really hide that too well, or I don't even know what they wanted to. The, then they introduce Kano, who's a hundred times more interesting, steals every scene. So I don't understand Cole. Yeah, I don't think they planned for that. I think they thought that Louis Tan was going to be the end-all, be-all in this, in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I think they wrote him poorly. I agree with you. I didn't hate Cole. I just thought that he was forced at times. The family aspect was forced on time. Um, yeah. To go back to what you were saying about the Scorpion lineage, I would have rather him just be the baby you know until mm-hmm. it was explained in the the temple of raiden i thought he was the baby and i think yeah. that just given based on time you know let's say scorpion is i don't know a hundred years old and then maybe that's his mother that they saved the baby and then there's cole but they're talking decades yeah like not even decades centuries they said centuries yeah they're talking three four hundred years yeah that's where so they that was like 1610 yeah but I, and then they introduced I, I and the thing I don't think it's hard to explain away some timey wimey stuff yeah. through, you know, Raiden's teleportation powers. Yeah. So I mean, we get Kung Lao looks like he's from three hundred years ago, and then you get Liu Kang who looks <laughs> I don't know what Liu Kang. I thought Liu, Liu Kang looked fun. great. Yeah, he looked great. It's just a weird character. Yeah. Very, Liu Kang is is he was very campy. Yeah, Liu Kang is what they wanted. Like that's their Bruce Lee. 
he was the the yeah. the hero. He's never going to make the heel turn. He was the John Cena of the Mortal Kombat yeah. universe. And then, you know, Dark Liu Kang comes out. But <laughs> I think they didn't anticipate how good Josh Lawson was going to be as Kano. Because right. you go into this movie and your big, like I said on Active Geek, your biggest star is like a third, fourth supporting cast member on a, a, a series. Makad Brooks yeah. on Supergirl. Uh, Louis Tan on, uh, what, he was in Iron Fist for, or Daredevil for an episode. He was right, uh, yeah. into the Badlands. He was in that. But he wasn't the main character. He, they're all these up-and-coming, fresh faces that I, you know, besides like Raiden. Raiden and Shang Tsum. They're all characters that have been established from the Dark Knight, from Thor. But again, kind of tertiary characters. Mm-hmm. When I look at this, I thought that for what we were given, it was good. Um, yeah. I wasn't expecting this to be like the knock your socks off kind of movie. I wanted the action. I wanted story building. And I think I got both of those. And I think I got them done right. Low bar, but I think it's the best Mortal Kombat movie. Live action. And you're right. I definitely didn't. I wasn't expecting. There was things I was expecting. And it, it and we'll talk. And it met those expectations. Yeah. But there was things I was kind of pissed off at. You got a rated R and you didn't deliver on some of the rated R-ness that you could have. Yeah, I think it was just rated R because a little the extra blood and they just yeah, kind well, of languished for the fatalities. Yeah, I I think for me, it, it could have been like a raid, like the raid, yeah. you you know, um, where every fight is a bloody fight, and and then you know it eventually leads to the deaths. Like people are getting hit with boulders and they're just knocking it. You know, it's like all right, whatever. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt. Nobody gets hurt until they they perform a fatality, and you know, and that's the only time you see blood. And I guess that kind of keeps to the game. Yeah. Like the game, the only time you would see blood is at, you know, right before you beat them. So. Yeah, but do you think when you see, when we were talking about Cole being, you know, the lineage of Scorpion, do you think his Arcana is like a homage, like a to scorpion or a scorpion like the way i look at it is at first i thought it was you know his bodysuit was like the rope and it just like kind of protected him and they gave him like a gold bodysuit like that but now i'm thinking you know scorpion is an armored you know arachnid so maybe that's what we're looking at we're looking at the embody of a scorpion he's got the armor on and then the weapons are his tail and his pincers yeah, I get. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I mean, that. I don't know if anything makes sense about him. Yeah, I wish that if they were really pushing Cole as like this next character, they could have done a better job at the Arcana, and they could have done a better job at the, you know, the abilities. Yeah, I mean, he's you. You present him as an MMA fighter. Yeah, give him something that relates to his fighting style. You know, like you know, give him. You know, a pair of gloves or something on his feet or something on it, you know, like... I think that's more too he, Street Fighter now. Yeah, I mean... Oh, you, you know what they're doing? He's the golden child. That's why he got the golden bodysuit. <laughs> well, you know what the thing is, like, this golden bodysuit body never works. No. It always looks cheesy. I don't care what the budget of your... I mean, Thor, the Destroyer, was good, but it still had a, a bit of cheesiness. Yeah. And it was, you know, Steppenwolf, and uh, every everybody has a 
a twitchy golden bod- bodysuit. And it's it just didn't, you know, it didn't deliver. For me, it didn't deliver. Yeah. The, oh, and it didn't make sense because it wasn't in the game. It wasn't a, a thing in the game. Yeah, like, yeah he was 100% creative for the movie, which is uh, kind of disappointing. Do you think that they did enough story building in this movie alone to start a franchise in this whole universe that they're talking about? I mean, Joe Taslam well, signed on for four additional Mortal Kombat movies. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, uh, Sub-Zero got his own game once, didn't he? Didn't he get a... Sub- Sub-Zero's got a bunch of stuff going on. Like, he's going to... At some point, he's going to turn. There's going to be another Behan, And that's going to be yeah. the, the good Sub-Zero as Scorpion becomes the bad Scorpion. When he takes his mask off yeah. and he has the scars on And the face. other Sub-Zero becomes Noob Sabot. There's a lot of lore. I mean, prequels and sequels yeah. to it. And- so I, I, yeah, you know, for what it is, and like I, what it delivered on was fights yeah. and, and fatalities. That's why I'm glad they got that rated R into fatalities. I think they tried to rush it to get certain things in, but I'd like to see some more tournament and make the fights matter some okay. more. Um, yeah, I mean, like, we didn't see a real tournament. Well, thing, they haven't got like, to that point yet. The, the right. date is because they cheated. Yeah, like, but the date wasn't. The tournament was like three three weeks after the invasion yeah. of our world. So that's the scene. They're going to yeah. go. They're going to go recruit, pick up. You know, I guess Johnny Cage, and well, and we're you know talking about the future before we talk about the end of this movie. Are they going to make Johnny Cage more important than Cole? Like they they made everybody else like Kano more important. Probably. Than Cole? I mean, probably. I think so. Um, the more I think about it, I think they're going to bring on a bigger name for Johnny Cage. I, I was kind of, I was against that because I liked the dynamic of, you know, it's not a pissing contest because you have a yeah. bunch of, you know, supporting characters that are getting their sh- chance to shine. But when I heard Ryan Reynolds wants to play Johnny Cage, I was like, okay, you, you mm-hmm. have my money. Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a whole slew of yeah. guys that make a lot of sense. It would be fun to watch. Um, I'd said Joel McHale. Yeah. I think he's perfect. I would like. What I would like is them to go get Johnny Cage, and it turns out he doesn't know anything, yeah. and they have to go find his stuntman. Yeah, or <laughs> it's kind of like that um, that animated movie, Scorpion's Revenge, that came out. Johnny Cage thought uh, that when yeah. he gets to the island for the uh, the tournament, he thought that it was you know it was a movie. So he's pulling his punches, and like he really doesn't have his arcana, which I believe Johnny Cage's arcana is that he can do a split and punch you in the groin. I have no idea. <laughs> that was like, the movie. I don't. Yeah, I don't remember what everybody's arcanas, yeah. but like now that I have to think about it and know what arcanas are, I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I, I well I'm going to throw arcanas out. We don't have to worry about that. Let's talk about the characters. Do you think they use too many? Yeah. Okay. In a, in I, a I'm way. on the opposite side. Well, I think they could have just slowed down and and focused more on Cole and okay. had Cole like go through some self-discovery. I know you got to meet everybody real fast, but it kind of like, for me, like, I didn't, when I walk away from this movie, I know I'm harping on it. When I think back about Mortal Kombat 2021, where, you know, let's say in three months, because that's about the, you know, the, the longest I can remember any one thing for any length of time, I am not going to remember Cole. Yeah. I'm going to remember Scorpion and Sub-Zero, and I'm definitely going to remember Kano. Yeah, for sure. I want to say, you know, we'll be talking about it on a podcast, and I'm going to be sl- trying to think of who I'm trying to talk about, yeah. and I'll have to ask you six times. Yeah. 
I'm looking forward um, to that. <laughs> so that's what that's kind of where I'm at. I think the the Pepe Silva like uh, Sonya Blade thing was. I kind of liked it. I kind of liked her whole like you know the yarn and trying to fake. Like mm-hmm. I like the flashes of different things, and I think we could have paid a little bit more attention to that. But yeah, you know, I don't. I don't. I don't actually take any points away for them introducing a ton of characters. I do think. It was. It could have been. It was. You know, maybe a couple too many. But okay. If I were to piggyback off your thoughts about Cole's like kind of spirit quest, I would have liked him to leave Jax, has the address to Sonya's, and Sonya's gone because she got word somehow that Jax is dead or missing or whatever, yeah. and she went to go look for Raiden's temple with Kano. Cole would then use the Pepe Silva board and mm-hmm. kind of use the breadcrumbs yeah. to retrace his steps, and that's where he would encounter Reptile, uh, yeah, Ra- or General Raiko. He could have looked at that board, and however they do it, however you get to that point, that's the next movie is his re- his recruitment of those people on that board where he yeah. goes and he learns about like the marks and all that other stuff. But yeah. you know they got to get as many characters in. I don't know. I, I think they could have, uh, you know, they could have spent more time on the fights and, and slowed things down a little bit. But, I don't, you know, I'm not taking points away from it. Yeah, this I, was the, you know, this was the, the prequel and or the prelude into what's mm-hmm. about to happen. Because we're going to get the tournament. Um, I was a little bummed that Nightwolf was just a picture on a board. Uh, super frustrating because I love that character. And I think that that would be an amazing, well, first of all, there's no real Native American representation in any of these franchises and any of these no. superhero movies and Nightwolf would be an amazing character so I'll put it out there but he was one of my favorite characters to play in the game who was your favorite character was it Kano uh uh yeah well Kano was my favorite just all around um cuz he did steal every scene yeah. but um I I am kind of going back like fighting wise I'm kind of going back and forth between Scorpion and Sub-Zero, which is the whole yeah. point. I, I, you know, I love Scorpion stuff, and I do love the actor, which eventually I'm going to have to learn his name, so I don't have to just say the actor. Um, Hiroki, Hiroki Sonata, yeah. Okay. He was in, a, you know, a million different things. but yeah. Most recently, I believe, the Wolverine versus stuff yeah. that we would cover. Uh, yeah, yeah, cover. yeah. Um, but also, like, I really like Sub Zero's like impending horror kind of yeah. thing. Like he, he, his presence. Um, we were just talking about watching Invincible, and when the the demon detective comes in, everything gets cold. It's kind of yep. like Sub Zero. You see his presence. You always see something happen in the background or foreground or in the air before you see him. Like, yeah, he's that confident. He doesn't care that you know he's there before he shows himself. Yeah, I really like that they bookend the movie with the Scorpion and Sub-Zero feud because a lot of people remember Mortal Kombat as the tournament, and that's it. They remember the video games, Liu Kang does a bicycle kick and screams like a woman, and you know Kano's got a uh, plate on his head. But the underlying thing to the lore, and if you go back to the animated series and even the animated movie that we were talking about, it's that feud. It's the uh, Lin Wei feud and Scorpion's feud. So yeah. they... It's a feud within a, uh, a tournament, and that builds everything because you have 
you have heel turns, you have face turns, you have more death, you have resurrection. So there's so much to it. So I really like that they they bookend that first seven minutes with that amazing fight scene, building the anticipation for when Scorpion comes back. And then the end where Scorpion comes back, he fights with, I don't know, his fourth cousin, and <laughs> they, they beat Sub-Zero. Kano, yeah. for somebody who I only know from Superstore, was amazing. <laughs> Like again, yeah. like you said, he stole every single scene. He was the Deadpool of this universe. But I kind of like Jax. I thought Jax was pretty good with those little robot arms. I thought they were cute. <laughs> At first, he kind of freaked me out. Um, Do you ever think Jimmy Olsen would get that big? Yeah, Sweet. I didn't like the the little little tiny creepy <laughs> arms bothered me a lot. I mean, uh, as he, uh, you know, the, they bulked up and. I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then I just didn't know Jax was... I mean, Jax always gets uh, the short end because he's always, like, he has to get his arms ripped off. Like, yeah. he has to go through... Somewhere in every story, he's got to go through some severe, like, trauma yeah. to, to, to make a difference in the, the show. So, yeah, I always do like it. Didn't Goro rip his arms off at one point and... You know, at some yeah. point in the game, he turned into a boxer who wore purple hot pants. Uh, they yeah. they really toyed with Jax a lot. I also really liked Cabal. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, I, the... you know, I liked the voice act. I I didn't know the voice actor, but I the voice sounded so familiar. Yeah. And I looked it up, and I was like, I don't know who you are, but I liked that whole, you know, the 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 bastards of the group, like Natara. I thought she was great. Melina, uh, Sissy Stringer did a great job. I thought that uh, Ryko with action figure Nathan Jones. I thought that <laughs> he was great. I, I like the inclusion of all that. And I really liked um, yeah. uh, Reptile's design. It actually might be a, a pre... I'm trying to think. This might be my favorite Reptile adaptation. Because I'm, th I'm thinking about... He wasn't in the original. He was in Annihilate. Or was he in the original? Yeah, he in the original, he's just a thing hiding. Like Yeah, he was invincible. But he was like just a tiny little like lizard. And and I kind of like this. It was more, he was more like a uh, Gila monster or whatever. Or yeah. What a, uh, like a Komodo a Gila, dragon. A Komodo dragon, yeah. I like that they, and it was just passing scenes. Like when Sha uh, Shang Tsung and... And his crew are walking through the wastelands, and you see the Goro statue, and it's larger than life. But he he refers to reptile as his species. They talked about Goro's people. I really like the the small pepper of world building. I, I enjoyed that a lot, and I wish they would like you said focused on that. And I think we're gonna get more. the The one flaw I had was, and I think I talked about it before, was that they didn't build Raiden and Shang Tsung up. And I think that's the second movie that you have to you have to investigate the the generals of each team. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a shame because um, they you know obviously have some kind of background with each other or yeah. they know each other of some sort. And uh, yeah, they I, never they never get into it. I don't know why. I'd like them to be brothers. Well, Shang Tsung is a wizard or sorcerer, right? Yeah, he doesn't have a hat. Right. So. We and, learned uh, that from Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, and Kano Ra is, is, is the Lord of Thunder. Raiden, yeah, is a lord. Or uh, uh, I think they call him a minor god, right? Yeah. So 
I'd, I'd like that to kind of be explored a, a, a lot more. I will say, and you talked about WB being the the villain of this. The biggest gripe I have with this movie, and I love this movie in general. This is this is a movie I'll watch over and over again. I think the trailer ruined it for me. Mm. I mm. saw everything that I wanted to see in that trailer in this movie. Even the, the final fight scene. I saw it. Yeah, which is, it's called, you know, it's it's known quantity not to watch WB trailers. Um, yeah. um, almost to, but we are to, uh, uh, for what we do, or, you know, our, our hobby in this in this podcasting thing, we have to, and it's kind of yeah. sucked. Well, you know, you do, and I, I say, I tell you, I did. It's 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 the worst thing that they do, and I don't know why they they don't correct themselves. But we are talking about WB, and yeah. I just think in the end, it all, all it means is they're still making money. Yeah, you know what I mean. So they don't care about they hear, but they don't care about criticism. Yeah, I mean, we saw everything. We saw like Goro should have been left for the for the movie. Kung Lao doing the buzzsaw fatality, which was amazing, should have been left for the movie. Molina's mouth opening, Liu Kang's uh, dragon, like all that stuff should have been left for the movie. I mean, look, yeah, some new people that never know what Mortal Kombat is may see the movie. I don't think that's going to be a large percentage of your audience. Yeah. People that see Mortal Kombat know what Mortal Kombat is, and you could have done with just having one fatality or, or, you know, the beginnings of a fatality, and then you go, oh, they're going to do it, and, you know, leave something, you know, to be surprised. And, and, you know, we didn't have to see that every single person performs their fatality and see every, you know, no, it, yeah. it, it we could just, you know, let's, I, I would have left just Liu Kang turning into the dragon. Yeah. Animality, yeah. I, I agree. They should have just left that one thing in there. But also, like, you know movies shoot these scenes that don't make the movie. Yeah. So why well, don't you just release Everybody the... else on the planet that do yeah. action movies, they shoot, you know, gotcha, uh, yeah, trailer like only scenes. moments. Yeah. Yeah. And then you... Not you, WB. No. Everything, it's... Everything must go in this trailer. Everything <laughs> needs to be in it. Like, I'm not seeing the trailer, any more trailers for Suicide Squad. I won't watch anything for The Conjuring, for Space Jam. None of these movies. I'm done. Like, it's yeah. one and done. I'm not even going to cover them because it ruins it. And I didn't want this movie to be ruined for me. But I mean, you have a whole segment on yeah. Active Geek uh, yeah. called The Trailer Park. And what do you, I mean, that's what I'm saying. It is important to what we do to pay, look and pay attention and pick apart trailers. But then it's like, you watch a WB trail and you're like, I wonder what's, I wonder how important all this is, you know, yeah. how, how important this is to the, the movie. And it, usually it's all pretty important and, yeah. or, you know, in the trailer it is and in the movie it's not. But The only thing we didn't get in the movie or in the trailer was Cole's Arcana. Mm-hmm. But Funko spoiled that as they are known to do. So if I'm not going to get spoiled by Warner Brothers, I'm going to get spoiled by toy companies. But what I mean, you don't even know. Yeah, and just I really by didn't looking. Care. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. But you don't even know. He just he's golden. You don't even really yeah. know what that is. So I was like, um, why has he got chainmail on? <laughs> like I saw it, I was like, I don't want to buy that. That looks stupid. Um. Yeah. I, I, I mean, Funko wise, obviously Scorpion. Yeah, I think is, is would be the best one. But yeah, we'll for sure. Uh, they didn't even make a Goro. I was surprised with that. 
Did you like the design and CGI of Goro? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to th- I, I, I'm trying to remember the, the first one. I'm, it kind of looked like Nathan Jones with another set of arms. And a yeah, it out. was like, yeah, like a backpack of arms, like, yeah. you know, stuck in his armpits. Um, yeah, he looked like Resident Alien when he opens <laughs> up his, you know, his, his thorax. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, uh, I kind of, yeah, I liked it. I mean, I, I don't have anything bad to say vi- about the visuals. It yeah, was kind either. of, I mean, the quick cuts, but that's just, that's all action movies that aren't named John Wick is just these fight scene quick cuts. I hate that, but I do, you know, and unless you're, you know, I guess that that's an American thing. They, yeah. they, that's kind of action they like watching as opposed to like Japan where it's all long cuts and. Yeah. Um, you so have to be I, a master at, at the long cut. Yeah. Like we've seen yeah. like people trying to do the long cut, like in sitcoms, like not sitcoms, but like in these limited series on Netflix and it never pans out. I think the only one that really worked was in uh, Daredevil and Punisher. Daredevil, Punisher, and um, the early seasons of, uh, of, uh, of Arrow. Arrow. Yeah. Yeah. Where it would like, it would just, it was all very linear and they'd go to almost like Punisher going down the hallway yeah, and just, you know, long camera shots, long cuts of just him taking people apart. Yeah. That's when they're And they, they kind of got out of that after like three seasons, four seasons, but yeah, I guess they couldn't afford the stunt coordinator. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I, but, I'm with you. I don't have any complaints on yeah. the way it was shot either. I liked the balance of more practical effects and less CGI, CGI when necessary, but practical. Yeah. Uh, is king i love that i mean obviously there's things like the that need cgi yeah um and and i don't even like reptile can't even be mo-capped i mean it's an no. invisible uh thing so you know i kind of like what they did and i kind of like the kind of like residual look to them where you kind of see the outline and get an idea of what mm-hmm. he looks like but uh yeah I'm, I'm pretty happy with the way it looks i think it was uh you know, it didn't give me a headache. It was, you know, I didn't see any lines and everything like that. So yeah, it um, for a directorial debut at a major motion picture, I think Simon McCoy absolutely delivered. Yeah, yeah, I think this is a he has a bright future. And let's talk about the future. What do you want to see in the future if this gets a sequel? Which in my mind it does. It already isn't in the works. I think. I mean, if we're gonna a couple things, okay. Okay. Tournament, obviously. Yes. We need to see a tournament. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to see, I don't know how how they're going to, you know, we had enough montages. We don't need a, any more montage scenes, but I think everybody's got their con and trained up. And yeah. um, I guess they got to replace a few people here and there. And um, But, yeah, I want to see a tournament, and I want to see, like you said, I want to see uh, uh, the, the Shang Tsung and... and, and, and um, Raiden join the fight. Um, I don't know how they're going to join a fight, like be more powerful than everybody else, but I kind of think they should do it. Um, if we're going to stick with Cole, we are. You got to give. You got to tell us something about him. Uh, his his backstory with his family is kind of boring. It's 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 a trope. It's you know it's down on his luck fighter with a family. Yeah. See, every single movie has that same guy and. We have to do something different with him, and we he he has to matter in some way. And I I think making him matter 
by making him Scorpion and making him give up his family to become Scorpion and, and take that mantle would have been better than him just putting on a, a chest protector. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, fighting, I, I, you know, he's got to make some sacrifices. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, but, well, and then um, he's got to, you know, fight somebody. Yeah. I, um, I'm with you on the tournament. 100%. I think the second movie needs to be the tournament. Uh, I'd like to see like a new inclusion of characters like Katana. I'd like to see her, Sindel. Uh, we got Molina before we got any of those, and I thought that that was was kind of weird. So I'd like to see them. Maybe Jade. You bring more female uh, characters in. I'd like to see more of the the masked people, Ermac and Smoke and you know Noob Sabot, and you bring in the robots, um, Cy, Cy, Cyrax and Sector, Nightwolf. One hundred percent. Bring them in. Bring them all in. I like just throw everybody in there. Uh, but the one thing that I'd like to see, and you kind of touched on it, was Cole, like his story. And I I think I don't usually like when they do this because it becomes a trope. We saw it in John Wick. We saw it in, well, I, at least I saw it in a movie with Michael B. Jordan. Um, I want Cole's family to die. <laughs> and I think that you, yeah. need, you need him to be pushed. Uh, right now, yeah. he's, again, down on his luck, kind of feeling himself out. Like, he needs them to die for him to get that push to become Scorpion, to become this lethal killer. Yeah, darker, think, much darker killer. He's yeah, not a killer. And I think the person to do it is Baraka. Mm, yeah. And okay. I mean, why he wasn't in the first movie blows my mind, but I think they're saving Baraka, Johnny Cage, as yeah. that first fight. I think that would be great. And I want the, you know, I want that Raiden and uh, Shang Tsung um, exploration. Yeah. And then show us that we're leveling up each movie. You know, Shang Tsung is your mini boss. I want to see Shao Kahn next. I want to see, you know, a uh, prelude to Shinnok. I want to see them, if they're going to four movies, I want them to see, level up each time. Yeah. And obviously increase the violence. Well, we got a, a statue of Shang, uh, uh, Shao Kahn, right? We got a hieroglyphic. Okay. And we got like a rune that said Mortal Kombat. <laughs> you there? Uh, yeah, we just got those wall graphics and, you know, Shao Kahn, Kotal Kahn. I think we need to see them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we didn't need to, definitely didn't need to see them in this movie. And no. that's a good thing is Mortal Kombat has a lot to offer in the future. You know, like yeah. 30 games or whatever, 30 years worth at least of games. Uh, yeah, we got plenty that we could see later on, you know. Yeah, and the crossover possibilities are huge. The game has a, you know, a big kind of crossover ability in the game where you you have Hellboy that comes over, you have Spawn, and with it being multiple realms and multiple champions from these realms, it can open up, you know, Hellboy from, you know, the Hell Realm and Spawn from the Hell Realm and they come up and they they do their thing. I think that would be cool. Death is only in a, a different doorway, so it's not permanent, you know. Um, yeah, we'll see Kano and Sub-Zero come back. Right. They, that's what sucks about... Sub-Zero is definitely going to come back in some iteration if it's not, you know, his other clan mates or him. You know, yeah. one or the other has to come back or whatever. Or it could be the ghost or whatever. But Kano not coming back would be... Yeah, that would be know, a bad move. Yeah, I don't know how. I mean, I don't know what they're going to do to rectify it, but they're going to put the plate on him. He's going to come back half cyborg. Yeah, yeah he's got to come back with the eyeball thing, and um, 
yeah, we did take a heart and said Kano wins, but it was like, yeah. you know, again, we saw it in the trailer. By, yeah. Um, yeah. I think, do you think that they took too much from Deadpool when writing Kano? Kind of, sort of, but like you have to, well, yeah, because yeah. you didn't have to write him in any certain way. I mean, he has no real personality. He's never really explored in the games. He's not a major player like yep. Scorpion and, and Sub-Zero and Liu Kang or even like and Melina and, and, what's, uh, and Katana and all them. They have more story. Kano's yeah. just, Kano's your standard like. Scumbag. Scumbag, yeah. You, you know, do anything. Uh, kind of reminds me of Claw, yeah. In uh, MCU, so actually, Claw kind of reminds me of Kano. Like, yeah, they base Claw on Kano. It seems like, um, but uh, yeah, I, I, the the fast talking, wisecracking, never gets punched in the mouth type of guy. Like yeah. he, sh- like there's no reason why, no reason why you should have trusted him as far as they trusted him. Like, yeah, I, I kept going. He's Kano. He's going to yeah. turn on you. Like, everyone, like, what are you doing? He's a why, mercenary. Why are you training him? He's a miserable human being. Yeah, and he's a mercenary. You, you don't yeah. bring him to the table. Yeah. Uh, like he it, did. And, and I think he even said, like, his line is like, you should have knew this was going to happen. Yeah. He's like, surprise, here I am. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I loved Kano. I, I hope they bring him back. What do you give this? Because this is this is uh, the moment of truth. Uh, you've talked about your gripes. And I was kind of gauging where you were at. I was thinking maybe the threes. Am I am I right? Uh, begrudgingly, I think I'm going to... Not begrudging. I mean, I do have a lot of problems with it, but I feel like there's a lot... Like I said, it's the best of 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 its movies, of, of Mortal Kombat's movies. And it's... Uh, I When I first watched it, I was kind of like, you know, this is stupid and I don't like it. But when I thought about it, I was like, what, do I, what did I want out of it? I want yeah. to keep people to get killed. I want to see some fatalities. And I want to see some World Combat characters. And I want to explore some stories like the Sub-Zero and, and, and Scorpion story. So when I ask her, and I, I want to see blood. Yeah. I would have liked to see it a little bit more. And I would have seen, like, seen some gruesome action, but blood. So when I asked all those things and said yes, and it gave me all those things. and, and But it also gave me coal, which is the problem. So yeah, three is where I gotta put it. Like, okay, just the fact that your main, you know, hero is is cannot be remembered and and isn't that interesting bothers me. But I got you. Uh, I'm putting fan service above Cole, <laughs> and uh, I think the fan service won out on this one, and I'm giving it a four and a half. Um, Cole is he's a loose end that needs to be worked on, and I think. Simon McCoy's going to learn from that. I would like him to remain the director of this yeah. franchise. I don't want anybody else to take over like they did with Godzilla and Kong. You know, we saw how Warner Brothers works with their their, you know, their yeah. big properties. But I think this is a good start. I said it on Gal- on um, Active Geek. I think that this is going to be the, the birth of bad video game franchises. Like to come after this. Oh, yeah. Um... Like when Tekken comes out and... Street yeah. Fighter. I I hope there's a lot of things to hope about that, but I hope that Michael Bay doesn't get a sniff of any of this. I hope oh, he stays a, as far away from this as possible. He's Scruff McGruff, man. He is on it. <laughs> he has Tekken and Killer Instinct crossover ready. Yeah. And guess um, what? They're fighting Rock'em Sock'em robots. 
Yeah. It's a whole universe now. I Micronauts hate, I hate him it. so much, and I hate everything he's done so much. Um, I, so I, I hope he doesn't get any nearwhere near this, but we'll see. Um, but yeah, I look as far as video game movies have been a tough, have had a tough road. Uh, mostly because they don't care who they give them to, because they, yeah. they they don't make any of their money in the movie sector. It's just to I don't know. I guess it's extra cash. You know, yeah. if they could break even on a movie. They break even in the on the movie, but that brings a couple people to play the games, and it's I think that they win that way. Or even mm-hmm. if they lose money in the movies, if it brings people to bring the to, to play the games, they'll make more money. So like as long as. This is the way to go. It has to be. Some of these games are pretty graphic, and it, it, it it's got to be rated R, and it's got to move in that direction. Yeah, I don't mind that. Yeah, if anything comes out of this, I'd like it to be Street Fighter. I think that's the one that has the biggest chance, the biggest lure um, to rival Mortal Kombat, but I still don't think it's going to be done right, to be honest with you. I would like to see well, HBO Max capitalize on Mortal Kombat and do a prequel I, series. It, Yes, I would yeah. like that. But who? Well, that's Capcom, right? Yeah. So, um, I don't know who admit, who they they would work with. But oh, they would work with you know the Fast and the Furious. Vin, <laughs> Vin Diesel goes over and he becomes Balrog, and he uh, fights Ryu and Ken. That's I Fast mean, and Furious Twelve. You got Capcom, Capcom versus Marvel. Uh, yeah. You know, Disney should just I? buy it up. <laughs> like we're gonna put out our rated R Street Fighter. And then we're gonna throw in works, Thunderbolts and Punisher and everybody. I mean, all the the silliness aside of that. I mean, if this works and they could do like, if this makes money and they they have like five pictures, whatever, and they go further and they get into the tournament and they need champions and they need other champions, we're already being introduced into multiple Earth like this is an Earth realm. We're being introduced to multiple Earths and different uh, universes on in the DCEU. Yeah, that's an easy crossover to me. Yeah, the first that's one to really bring in is Jason crossover. Momoa. That would make most sense. They would have to. They would have to. <laughs> uh, but it, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be Michael Keaton's Batman that shows up, <laughs> and, and Ezra Miller's Flash, and that's your crossover. Nobody wants what, either one of those. Yeah, well, I mean, whatever. All right, I, I, I wouldn't mind it. Just something I'd watch from it. over there. I'd watch it. And we talk about it, but that's yeah. it, man. Well, let's get out of here. Um, a three for you, four point five out of me, uh, out of me. So, I think uh, I think we're right around the where I thought we would be going into this episode. But I, I was I was heavily swayed. My three was swayed by I you know listening to Active Geek, and you've mentioned a couple of times what you know it did everything that you could have asked, and that's you know might be the first time that you know your opinion on a, on a, on a show or you guys' opinion kind of swayed my opinion. Cause I was going to, I was going to write this off as like a, just a shitty movie. Oh, and no. it, in a certain ways it wasn't great. Like it has no real like story story and it doesn't, it's got quick cut problems and you just throw a character and it didn't make any sense. But then you were like, what do you want from it? And, yeah. and, you know, I've given points to other movies we've watched because of, you know, watchability and, you know, delivering on its, you know, on, on its on its premise and delivering what we've asked. And, it, you know, I think I gave a half a point to Sonic the Hedgehog because the director yeah. changed his mind. Yeah, so, I mean, this gave us everything we want out of 
a fighting, a rated R fighting movie. So I got, yeah, you know, that's why I was swayed. I agree. I agree. Uh, but next week we're going to talk another action movie. We're going to talk one that we both, I think are going to be very high on. We're going to talk nobody. We're going to go into Bob Odenkirk's bag of kitty bracelets. I rented it twice and paid for it twice. So, <laughs> so th- th- that's going to get a high rating. I'm curious to see where we go. But that's it. We'll be back next week with our Nobody Review. Follow us on social media. Uh, listen to Active Geek every Wednesday. Here's $20. Buy yourself something nice.